Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about Super Size Me? I am, because after all, we, we are, are the watchers, watchers of movies. Hello. So, first of all, we want to thank Nick so much for recommending this movie. Jumping right into <laughs> I'm it. I'm jumping right into it before I forget, because oh. I will forget, because I have a you terrible memory. You have no faith memory. in me. <laughs> I, I just wrote his have... name on my notes. <laughs> I thank have you, faith Nick. in you. I just, thank you, Nick. I just don't have faith in my own brain. Yes. Listener Nick. It's a wasteland up in there. <laughs> There's a tumbleweed. I just saw it blow, like, flowing yeah. through your pupils. Yep, yep. No, Listener Nick recommended <clears throat> this. Yes. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for yes. listening. Thank you for taking the time out to reach out to us. Yes. And, and sorry about how something. long it took us to do this. <laughs> I had to move. I moved out she of did. my home and into a new home. So if you're unhappy about that, then <laughs> she's, I don't know what she's to tell just chilling. Literally, she's chilling in her AC. <laughs> yeah. <It's> great. <laughs> I got central air now. So hell yeah. It was worth it. But. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, we took a little break in the middle of July, mainly for me, but we also just you know a little summer break. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we you need a break. James you know? Pratt last week. That was that really was cool. That was awesome. And uh, now we're back to the old grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then we're going to be coming out with some really popular movies that we'll be reviewing. So that will be exciting. And no, you know, we're not going to not going to tell anyone right now. You're just going to have to wait. Oh. <laughs> You'll just have to wait and see. But so thank you, Nick. I think you'll like it. All of you. We always welcome listener uh, requests. Yes. Yes, we do. You do. Um, So anyway, what's up with you? Have you watched anything new lately? Mike and I watched the movie Weird Science. Oh, yeah. That's right. right. And I'd never seen it before. And uh, it was legit. It was funny. It's Um, funny, isn't it? I didn't know it was a John Hughes movie. So I don't know why. I mean, like, if I because in my head, I confused real genius and re- weird science and i made real genius real genius and weird science into the same like one movie that's with val kilmer and other people okay and uh it takes place in college <clears throat> but weird science is with anthony michael hall and i didn't i don't know bill who the paxton other is in it oh that's right bill paxton and robert Downey jr is in it oh shit yeah he's and only in it for like a little bit he right? actually has a pretty big role he's one of the bullies oh that's right mm-hmm. yeah and he there's like um one scene where oh, what is it i think it's who's that that actress's name um that plays uh what is it lisa is the character i don't know the actress's name but lisa is the character's name of course i remember the character's name and not the name of the actress hold on let me I'm i don't look. think that's that unusual <laughs> nah i guess <laughs> kelly lebrock i thought i was okay i thought it was kelly lebrock but i wasn't sure first of all um in love with 80s kelly lebrock okay she's like beautiful. holy she's, crap she's really pretty i feel like i feel like the true uh test of beauty is you is if you can still look beautiful with 80s <laughs> hair and clothing and she looked beautiful no oh, matter what she her was hair super hot. or clothing yeah. looked like she was super hot yeah she's beautiful now she i think she was um or i mean i haven't seen her in anything and god it's probably been like a decade and it was like the surreal life or something like that um and she had like gained weight like a normal average person does you know and there were people that were kind of like shaming her for it and i was like 
So she's 50 and she's gained weight like a person who is going through menopause probably. Oh, people are jerks. Would be. I mean. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, okay, so she didn't maintain her like, you know, super slender figure from like whatever. Anyway, um, but I remember thinking like, she's just a beautiful woman, you know? Yeah. 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 It was a fun movie. I would recommend it to anyone because when Mike suggested it because he'd seen it before multiple times and when he suggested it i think he suggested it with a slight bit of trepidation thinking i might not find it worthwhile Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my gosh this movie is so funny it's funny there were there were parts in it that made me sort of get hysterical laughing (laughs) so i i think it's it's really funny and mike was really raving about anthony michael hall's performance Mm mm-hmm and there's this performance where they're in this like african-american nightclub this like blues club and anthony michael hall does and mike did a deep dive and i guess he's doing like an impression uh of a richard Pryor character oh okay and he's just so funny and he's so off the wall in that moment and Mike looked up. Isn't he like, like super drunk in the in the? Yeah, scene? yeah, because yeah, you know they're like teenagers and they're right. drinking like scotch or liquor, <laughs> right, bourbon or something, right. whiskey maybe. And uh, anyway, and Mike looked up the scene on YouTube and and all of the comments were well, not, I don't know if all of them were, but he showed me some comments that were like overwhelmingly positive about how awesome the performance was and stuff. So it's just. It's just a really fun movie, and it's really wacky. Like it, it is wacky. It goes off the rails at the end a little bit, like the party scene, and but I still think it's oh yeah, like everything escapes really through, and like through the through chimney. The chimney. <laughs> yeah, but it's I think it's it's definitely <clears throat> worth watching, especially if you want like a lighthearted, fun teen comedy from the eighty, like a John Hughes movie. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. So I own it. I love that. Oh, movie. you do? Yeah, I, I do. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's, it's hilarious. Funny. I um no what I was thinking of is that scene where Robert Downey Jr. is like batting his eyelashes at <laughs> Kelly LeBrock or whatever. Like he had to have been wearing eye makeup. He looked like he was wearing like mascara. He was like he had like such a it was almost like a cartoonish like I wish I could do it in real life like yeah. type thing where it's like the shiny little like cheeks and like mm-hmm. the big like and there's like chimes playing with your eyes <laughs> blinking yeah blink, blink. yeah <laughs> yeah um. Yeah, it's it's a very fun movie. I'm glad that you mm-hmm. finally saw it because it's it's yeah. I've I'm, I've owned it for years and years. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Anyway, different mm-hmm. movie than Real Genius. We also watched Real Genius, but this was like maybe like a year ago, uh-huh. and that's also and funny. I've never but seen that Weird one. Science, I think. I think it's been a while since I watched Real Genius. I only watched it once, but I almost think I liked Weird Science more. Interesting. Oddly enough. But the characters are so darn endearing. I know. know like, I know. So, but, And I don't know the, the actor, the other guy, Elon Mitchell Smith or whatever. He's such a cutie or he was such a cutie. Yeah, did know. he ever do anything really after that? You know, I don't know. Let's see. Also, um, something I really like about John Hughes movies this is like yeah, not really. kind of out in left field, but I really like it. Is that most of his <laughs> most of his movies are about wealthy people in the suburb of suburbs of Chicago that just live in like giant houses, and I just like to be a fly enormous. on the wall in their lives. Like I think all of his movies have this like uh, upper middle class wealth mm-hmm. association, and and I find that to be endlessly fascinating because I. You know, who doesn't look at a giant house and be like, what's it like to grow up in that house? And then with John Hughes, we know. Yeah. But it's like. Um, even even like Pretty in Pink. 
She was like lower class, but like not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like middle class. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so she lives in a nice house. She has a nice home. Like she has a nice bedroom. And she's like, I'm so poor. And I'm like, no, you're <laughs> not. Shut up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just sell my own prom dress. Probably because you wanted to sew your own prom dress. I well, never actually really liked that movie. I thought she should have ended up with Ducky, but I don't think she's a good enough actress to with high like to hide the fact that Molly Ringwald like fucking hates John Cryer. If you uh, oh, well. if you watch the movie, you can like there's several parts where she is not supposed to have like a like a sour look on her face when he's around, but she always looks so irritated by him. I like that movie. I uh, never liked the prom dress she made. I thought it was pretty. I always thought it was pretty ugly. But mm-hmm. I always thought it was weird that Andrew <laughs> McCarthy would listen to James Spader. That was the thing that annoyed me more. Like I didn't mind that her and him ended up together because there's. I mean, like life is full of cons. Like friend zone is such a thing. So I, you know, it makes sense that she would put Ducky in the friend zone. Because they just, you know, whatever. She hated him, I guess. But um, I (laughs) always thought there was a scene where, like, James Spader sort of convinced Andrew McCarthy to, like, abandon her or told told him some lies about her. And I was like, you know what he was? Surely you. He was a bad influence. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I just, I, I, that annoyed me because I was like, I feel like he's not worth dating because he lets his friends manipulate him too much about. Like, he knew her better than James Spader knew her. And yeah. why would he let James Spader talk him out of it? And I think that's a sign of a bad I think it's a t- Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, James Spader's character was such a shit, mm-hmm. too. He was, like, really bratty and entitled and, like, yeah. Um, but I think that's just being a teenager to me. I think it's just, like, you know, you listen to your friends and even if – something is telling you that that's not right you're kind of just like well my friend says this so maybe i should do that you know probably i don't know i don't know i think if you like someone though usually those feelings are a little bit stronger i don't know i never had any sort of romantic any real really any relationships in high school so i don't know if i can really compare that you know all all my romantic relationships were when i was an adult so by that time, my brain was pretty fully formed. So uh, how about you? Have you watched anything exciting? You know, nothing new. Nothing. I feel like I've been reading a lot of stuff on, like, Reddit that's actually, like, affecting my, like, like anxiety levels. Like, it's making them worse. Uh, there's this just this one just horrible subreddit that I just fucking love. And it's just, it's called Am I the Devil? And it's like... People that just do the shittiest fucking things to other people. And they're like, am I the devil? Like, there's this one that was, I just read this one today. And it was this girl who, um, or her, it was written by her parents. And it was about their daughter, who's like 24 years old. And she doesn't finish school like she doesn't finish college and she takes off and she just like disappears for a bit she doesn't want to talk to them and they kept calling these people that she was spending time with her handlers as if she had like some sort of cognitive developmental issue and it didn't didn't seem like that it just seemed like it was like a control thing and it was and then they were like we're gonna sue her for her wanting to mediate 
with someone between us, like all this mediation. And I was like, well, because she's one, obviously like super afraid of your reaction because look how you're reacting now. You tracked her down using her phone and like are like basically trying to force her to come back home. And so she's afraid. And so I'm like reading this thing and I'm like, people are so horrible. And it's like, but I can't stop reading it. It's like crack. It's like, I can't, I hate it, you know? I don't know, like... Maybe I'll let, you, I, people, I'll let you read the story. What kind of people in I that predicament it. would post something like that? You know, I th- sometimes it's trolls. Sometimes it's definitely someone say, who's like just like, trying to do rage bait, you know? Can you imagine parents trying to get a hold of their daughter being like, you know what we should do after this? We should go on Reddit okay, so and post on Reddit. I Do you think, think parents of a 24-year-old would use Reddit? Because I'm 38 and I, I find Reddit so overwhelming that I don't even want to bother with it i think a lot of older people do use it yeah Hmm. yeah i don't know i mean i think that there are some people on there who know that they're shitty and they want the validation for their shittiness you know Hmm. what i mean they're like yeah this decision that i did was awful but everyone tell me that i'm right you know and then people are like no you're a piece of shit and they're like what what do you mean i'm a piece of shit even though i did this horrible shitty thing how can you say that and it's like did you read what you just wrote you know like come on some of the things are just ridiculous but yeah so it's just this horrible like like i'm so i just so i have to actively step away from reddit sometimes you know or just look at like wholesome or funny things because some of the things i have on there are really good like uh contagious laughter so you can just like watch these videos of people just like losing their shits laughing and that always makes me feel better because you start laughing too you know i like those like try not to laugh videos yeah yeah Yeah. and then i've been watching more i've been watching broad city i also notice that whenever i hear the comedy central theme music it releases a rush of endorphins because i know that i'm gonna like find something funny because Uh it's also uh, Drunk History was also on Comedy Central. So I will be like, I'm like that rush of endorphins and I can feel it like making me feel better. And I'm like, oh, that feels good. <laughs> it's yeah. like those simple like four notes. And I'm just like, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. <laughs> you know? It's so like, uh, you're like Pavlov. Or, yeah, I no, mean, really. It's like a Skinner box. What's the, I don't know. Um, Pavlov. Yeah, Pavlov. Yeah, Pavlovian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. So. Yeah, stay away from Reddit. Yeah, Sounds I toxic. mean, I think there's some good Reddit. Like, there's a there's a very active community subreddit, yeah, which is awesome. That's cool. Sims Four also has one, so I like that because I'm also a Sims Four player, gamer, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't consider myself a gamer, but I guess 3,800 hours of gaming might say otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> it's been over the course of several years. Thank you very much, but still. <laughs> over like this last year people think that they're like wow you've done that all the last year i'm like you know that like a 40 hour work week is like 200 like 2040 like 2040 hours in like a year it's like no i haven't been playing that much come on what kind of time do you think i have a lot i have a lot of it is what the answer is (laughs) but not that much (laughs) anyway yeah so that's it nice yeah so you ready to talk about the movie? Big time. The documentary. Yes, this is our first documentary. Well, yes. no, we did my we talked about my octopus teacher, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, but that yeah. wasn't like an episode. That was just it was like an intro. Yeah, yeah. It was back when we used to do mini topics. Yeah, and then we kind of just I don't know lost interest in well, those. 
Like all good things, we evolved into something else. Yes. I think they were dragging us down. I think Okay. <laughs> no, you don't agree with that? I don't know. I, I think, don't know if I'd think of it in those terms. I guess, yeah, maybe not dragging us down, but I don't know. Whatever. Either way, we've evolved. We've evolved beyond the need for that. So now we're better, stronger, faster. Our sperm counts are higher, even in our women. <laughs> That's a community reference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So. Um, thank you, Nick. Yes. Thanks, Nick, again. You want to give a brief synopsis of Super Size Me? Um, so this guy, Morgan Spurlock, goes and he decides that he is going to eat McDonald's uh, for three meals a day for 30 days. And the first thing he does is he goes to a bunch of doctors, makes sure that he's healthy. He's, like, in great health. And then he keeps getting checkups, and it is, in fact, true that fattening food makes you fat. So <laughs> it is actually pretty interesting, though, how um, how his body is affected by the food that he eats. Like, I mean, <clears throat> so, okay, so first of all, we've both seen this movie before, but we saw it, like, what? <laughs> like, how long ago do you think you saw it? I saw it in theaters, so I thought... Oh, wow, so you it saw it, like... 2004. In, yeah, so that was, like, 20 years ago. You know what I was thinking about? There was that one girl that was talking... She was, like, 16 years old, and she was talking about, um, <clears throat> like, women in the media and how, like, she feels bad, like, she doesn't look like that and whatever, and I was like, that girl is my age now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I was like, yeah. wow, that's crazy. Um, I was about, I think, like 16. I feel like I was in high school when I saw it. Um, and I remember thinking it was like this, like, really, like, interesting and, like, wise um, documentary. I don't know if I really would say I feel like that about it now. Um, I think it's kind of like, um, <laughs> it's kind of like the sky is blue. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we knew that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then again, it's been 20 years. So a lot of things have changed. Um, but it was... Uh, anyway, I don't... So what did you? What do you think of that? What do you think of the documentary? Uh, well, when I saw it in 2004, mm -hmm. I remember thinking it was quote-unquote eye-opening. And it didn't really change my behavior much, except for the fact that I, like stopped eating bagels but i should tell you that i didn't like actively eat them often mm -hmm. before then but when i found out in the movie that bagels were a serving five servings of bread yeah that's insane i like if i eat a bagel now i'll eat like half of it oh, man, because of that bagels. movie and i love bread so it doesn't i mean i'm just saying like that's maybe the only thing that like affected my behavior was just like maybe i could find Maybe I could just eat five slices of bread because I love bread. But anyway, I just that's the only thing I really remember. There's another thing I remember that I'll bring up later, but it, that's the only way my behavior changed. And now watching it, I think that the fat shaming in this movie is like it's it's alarming. I yeah. I really I found him to be so pretentious and so annoying. <laughs> um, it's like number one. He thinks that, like, fat people much, must just, like, sit at McDonald's with their mouths open and there's a conveyor belt of hamburgers just always <laughs> yeah. going on them, the yeah. way he talks. And I thought, like, these people have feelings and emotions and um, they're not just fat because they're going to McDonald's for every meal. Also, I thought 
I when I was in like the best shape of my life, my doctor still was able to find something wrong with me. So I call bullshit on his doctors being like, you are a specimen and you are in perfect health. No way. He was not in perfect health. There's no such thing because we're all aging. So I don't care. I mean, maybe his numbers looked pretty good, but they were doing a little like they shined it up for the beginning of the documentary, I think, to show like just how big his fall from grace was after you know, the 30 days. Maybe he like worked and out really I thought that, for like 30 no, days No, I straight. actually thought that. I thought he must have gotten in peak yeah. physical condition before this just to show how right. steep the decline was. And then um, he just ate like his girlfriend's vegan food for like a month also, or whatever. Okay, well I have a lot of thoughts so I'm in it, but another thing is um, he did something that <clears throat> really angered me at the beginning and he talked about how when he was growing up his mom cooked every meal and he barely remembered her outside of the kitchen, which I think is a little bit misogynistic to be like, let's get women back in the kitchen because that's why everyone's fat. And I'll tell you God's honest truth. My mom cooked almost every dinner. I, most of the dinners we ate were home cooked meals for my mom. Most of my school lunches, probably 98% of them through all of school, uh, were, cold lunches from home that my mom packed and Same. i have struggled with weight my entire life Same. so i <laughs> call bullshit on him suggesting that it's because of this like nebulous idea that moms aren't in the kitchen cooking anymore that people are fat uh and i think like uh i felt like there was there was a scene that also really angered me at the end of, near the end of the movie when he was sitting in a room with, I don't know where he was. He was in a room and there was a microwave and a very, very obese man walked yeah. in behind him and was getting something or cooking food and, and Morgan Spurlock was eating at the table with his face to the camera and you just saw the, the very large man's back. And the look on his face was so pretentious. I wanted to punch him because I was like, good Lord, this is a human being that you're like... Yeah, You know, like, you can say a lot with your eyes. And I'm just like, this is a human being. And that really angered me because I think, like... <laughs> like no, I just, I agree. This, I agree Morgan with you. That's Spurlock why I'm hates overweight people so much. Yeah. He found a way to make money telling everyone how much he hates overweight people. And that... Like, I was really angry throughout most of the movie because I was like, I get it. I There are fat people yeah. in the world. I yeah. get it. But... It's not because of McDonald's 100%. Like, yes, there is an issue with fast food and a high fat diet is bad for you. But, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm going, I'm ranting. Uh, I, I think, think it's, it's funny how angry you got because I was like, okay, when is this movie ending? All right. I just, 30 more minutes. I just <laughs> couldn't believe it. I was, I guess, like, I just got really angry when he was like, when I was growing up, my mom cooked every meal. And I'm like, well, I got news for you, Morgan Spurlock. So did mine. And I still got problems. So I don't know what you're trying to say. And also your girlfriend's vegan food looked disgusting. I know. I was thinking that too. He's like, oh, wow, this looks amazing. And I was like, "Mm, does it? It doesn't. (laughs) I thought like, like, "Mm." you know, if you're going to, if you're trying to like. thing looked like. She's like, and we got a nice vegan tart. And I was like, this looks like the floppiest, wettest, (laughs) weirdest food I've ever seen. All I could think of is I was like, the bottom of that pie tart whatever is probably like super soggy and nasty like yeah she's just like i'm just gonna dump it all in and not even strain out the water (laughs) yes i actually didn't like her more than i didn't like him (laughs) she really like and actually it's funny because that has not changed since last time i saw it (laughs) 
<laughs> I did not like her the first time, and I didn't like her the second time I watched it either. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think he's very pretentious. I think that I think this movie makes a lot of good points. I think that it's maybe the wrong way to go about showing how this is affecting you. I also don't think it's a good thing to um, almost kill yourself to show something like this, you know, because he's, you know, he gained what I wrote down like, um, I thought it was like 25 pounds, 17 pounds in. Oh, so he, no, no, no. Okay. He gained yeah 24.5 pounds in 30 days. That's insane. I mean, that's, that's incredibly unhealthy. Um, But like, you know, I mean, he also kind of, almost did a thing where he was like celebrating people who were really into like the Dan Gorski who I wrote down the Big Mac enthusiast and his haircut is tragical. <laughs> Did you see the picture? I wrote tragical. <laughs> Him and his wife had the same haircut. They showed the, the, the picture. I know. And I was like, oh man, they got the same haircut. I was like, and I got super bummed out by that one dude that drank like three liters of yeah. soda well, a day or something. I was like, oh my God. The thing is, I was thinking like, I understand the point he was trying to make. Yeah. And I'm not trying to minimize the fact that, yes, there is an obesity problem. And and yes, it is unhealthy. But I felt like he he needed to show more people stories instead of being like, yeah, I'm going to just glutton myself and vomit on camera. And then the camera is going to show the vomit yeah, on the things. cement. Yeah, yeah. there and was several things I was like, also didn't need to see a yeah. laparoscopy. That was gross. Yeah, yeah. that was nasty. The I was like, no. surgery. Yeah. yeah, no thanks. And like, I thought that was interesting when he was talking to that, that guy who was getting the surgery, yeah, the lap yeah. band surgery, because the guy was like saying, like you said, he, would, he drank like three oh, no, giant, yeah. like three giant, like huge... It was like a liter. liter Yeah. It was because I wrote down he wrote three liters of soda a day. Yeah. And and I thought that was interesting. And the guy was like saying how he sort of went blind for a time because his, you know, I guess he was diabetic because and and stuff like that. And I was like, that's a much more um, evocative feeling to get than to have Morgan Spurlock like grinning at the camera. Anyone ask anytime any someone asked him to supersize and. And I was, and also like, he, he. I felt like he was unnaturally gluttonous because he's suggesting that everyone who gets McDonald's eats every crumb, like, right. and stuffs themselves silly. Just like, I'm sorry if you're if you're overweight and you're eating fast food, you must be stupid and you don't know when you're full, you know. And I was just like, and I know he sort of called attention to the extremeness of his his experiment at the end of the movie but not enough because i was like you're not you're not eating like you would normally eat you're eating like you're trying to it's it's like shock value behavior and i was like like his first breakfast he got two breakfast sandwiches and he never said like this may look like a lot of food but i eat a lot in the mornings he's just like stuffing himself and then he like super styles and he's like stuffing himself and and i'm like this isn't an experiment this is shock you yeah, have to eat until yeah. you're full and then stop. Or is he suggesting that people who are in this lifestyle just don't know when to stop? And and he's suggesting he has the best self-control and the most healthy body. And it, and it really irritated me. Well, I think, too, is that you, you have, like, a really good point about, 
like he so he does mention or he does have a couple people on there who have struggled with um being overweight but really i felt like the only person who whose story we got was the guy that got the lap band surgery or the um uh what's it called bariatric surgery yeah and everyone else was first of all there was the uh jared fogel thing which has <laughs> aged like milk um, i actually <laughs> looked up like when jared fogel went to jail ver- or prison versus this movie and it was like 11 years later yeah I was like, yeah it was, they I showed was him, quite a time yeah like at a school talking to I children know, i was getting so bummed out <laughs> yeah. that i was actually watching him as he was talking to these young girls i was like is he like into her is he into her is he into her because they're not okay with this like i was just like uh i just yeah that aged very poorly obviously they couldn't have known right at of the course. time yeah, that they he was a know. child predator right. but i was just like wow so that's okay yeah. <laughs> you know like it's it's just Even like ugh. on morgan spurlock's wikipedia page it says something like it, it vaguely references sexual misconduct but doesn't yeah. go into detail it's it, it was just i was like holy shit um but I, yeah, I, I, you know, I think, I think one of the, to me, like one of the biggest, and I think one of the most important or interesting things about this film is that making, they make a good point about personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, I mean, I've, it just in general, like I've met people who will not take responsibility for their actions. And this whole like suing McDonald's because you you your kids have gotten fat or something is is kind of like well maybe don't feed your kids so much fatty food because you know that it's fattening you know and there is a certain point where you got to go you know maybe my kid should be having like carrots as a side for lunch instead of fries you know or something like that and um you know, and I I have my own personal issues with food. I'm an overweight person. It's something I've struggled with my whole life. You know, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. Um, but I think you're right that he was very, like, it did seem kind of like he was preaching a little bit. And... And now I like I never, I guess I never really put together that maybe he had, like, <laughs> done some sort of superhuman workout shit before he decided to go to the doctors and they're like you are perfect amazing specimen human being like you should have like just get your genes out there boy like no no he's probably just eating his girlfriend's soggy ass gross food (laughs) vegan food she's like i made spinach (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know i just no i i really i don't know i I felt like they i could not she just like there was a there was a scene where i don't remember i didn't write down his name but it was a guy who was talking about being in a crowd and he was talking to a group of people and one one of the people in the group talked about smoking Mm -hmm. and somebody really started shaming them being like smoking is so bad for you don't you think smoking is bad for you you need to stop smoking it's so bad for you but he said in the same group there was an overweight woman yeah and he was like you know like when are we gonna get to the point where we and he called he said like this was his thing and i don't know if he was i i still don't fully know what his tone was but he was like when are we gonna get a point where we we can say like you fat pig why are you overeating so much and i was like 
A, I don't think it's right for people to preach about other people smoking. I so agree. I don't think we should even be at that point. Yeah. And B, uh, being overweight, while it can be attributed to eating disorders, is not the same as smoking. Yeah. Like, you have no idea. I know people who were just like, I know people who were just like overweight as babies and just overweight their whole lives. Yeah. And I know other people who are overweight for other reasons. And I'm sure there's like thyroid conditions. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be a medical condition. Right. You know, so I'm not suggesting that people who are overweight should never change. Like I have always struggled with weight and I've, you know, had to change some of my habits and sometimes they go back and sometimes I do good, you know, and like, like I was in really good shape after being in, I lost a lot of weight in high school and then I slowly sort of gained it back and I got like a desk job and then I got back in really good shape again and then a pandemic happened and we're and you not also mentally, injured I injured myself. Yeah. We're not like mentally equipped to handle a year of just like no, we are debilitating not. isolation and sadness. And I know. I, you know what I mean? Like, no, we're not. I'm not using that. I'm not saying that. Well, that's just why I gained weight. I'm just saying that is why I gained weight. And it's really hard to like turn a big ship around. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like a big <laughs> ship, but I'm just saying. So I just I think it's it's not like smoking. It's not easy. Also, smoking is an addiction. So you should never shame someone for smoking because that would be like shaming an alcoholic, which people do all the time or shaming a drug addict, which people do all the time. It's you know what I mean? So I don't know. I like, agree. I don't, it's really rude really to annoyed go, me. Well, yeah. And it's really rude to go up to someone and be like, excuse me, that smoking habit you have is disgusting. Yeah. Like, first of all, I'm sure they're aware of that. That's another thing. Like anyone like, who is doing something that's considered a vice or is overweight is well aware yes. of what's you know going what? on. Yeah, I don't need someone to tell me I'm fat. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? I own several mirrors. I'm aware of my size. I'm not like it's right. not like I'm unaware of it, you know? Um, so I, and then even more that, that ticked me off too. Cause yeah. I was like, you know what? Like y- y- you're just going to go up to someone and be like, how dare you do the thing that fucking like, le- like has you surviving? How yeah. dare you fucking eat your food? you fat fucking pig like yeah okay how dare, you know how what how dare you and I, i'm just like it's like i just i what just if, can't like, believe that, that what if we did it to people who were like under five foot five you know what i mean <laughs> like you fucking short ass little bitch grow a couple feet okay fuck you like you know yeah it's, it's like it's just it's just rude. You know, everyone could be just really benefit from just maybe minding their own fucking business. Minding your own business, <laughs> you know? but also realize that the person that you are like, the person that you feel like you have to fix or preach to is a person. Yeah, exactly. They're a human being just like you are. And whatever vice you have, it's no better than their vice. And maybe their vice is visible, smoking or being a little overweight or whatever. Maybe your vice is something that's not visible, so people can't shame you at a party. Right. It's still just as... It's just... Yeah. Anyway, I just... Like, I, you can't be, like, in the bathroom popping prescription pills and then going out and being like, um, I just want to let you know, Ralph, that your smoking habit's <laughs> really fucking gross. Yeah. Like, okay. It's, so, it's it's just Thank like... Thank you. I think that this movie was really heavy-handed with... Mm-hmm. They really focused on overweight people and not on the fact that, you know maybe it's just because i 
really liked the like i thought it was interesting when they talked about how mcdonald's has this and i don't think mcdonald's is nefarious at all i think it's a business and they're making money and they just want to keep making money but yeah they have this like they attract children Mm -hmm. you know like this indoctrination almost where like children come to the play place children they have characters for children to like they have this and so you kind of grow up with mcdonald's and i had a mcdonald's birthday party when i was in elementary school and oh, we, we get used we to get like the little the play, happy, happy meals, meals. Yeah. i still have some happy meal yeah. toys and i, I would love those never babies <laughs> like i would never say like mcdonald's is the reason that i struggle with weight uh and they indoctrinated me since i was a child I would never say that about myself, but I do find it interesting that they pointed out how they sort of like this marketing sort of captures you as a child and keeps it because I still eat McDonald's, you know? Right. Well, yeah. So, I mean, me, there's one right. There's yeah, one less than a I mile like, from where I we like live. McDonald's. Like, but um, I do too. I sometimes d- I just want a fucking shitty burger. Yeah, That's it. <laughs> I just want chicken nuggets and hot mustard sauce. And I love those McDoubles. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's interesting that their marketing is so savvy. But I felt like in the movie they were suggesting it was a little bit more dark than it actually is, I think. But, you know, and I think part of the issue and if we're talking about the reason why there's so many, you know, fat Americans out there. Part of the issue maybe is because vegetables and fruit are expensive and McDonald's is cheap, you know? I have to say, people say that, but I don't believe you it. You don't agree with it? No, canned vegetables yeah, are not you're right. expensive. You, I guess you do canned vegetables. Chicken? That's not expensive. You're right. It's not. People say that. People are like, eating healthy is expensive. And I'm like, no, eating healthy is boring. Yeah. It's not expensive. Well, I think if you're doing, if you're not like... You're not using the right spices or you're not yeah. spicing it up enough, you know. I mean, if you get a bunch of canned vegetables and some chicken, you could eat healthy for, a, a, you know, a week. Yeah. But you just will be, like, extremely sad. <laughs> so yeah, I, I have something to tell you really quick that reminds me of the spices. So my this, like, this, like, angered me <laughs> when it happened, okay? So my sister had this boyfriend whose name I can no longer remember. Let's just call him Jake. Um, so Jake, Jake. Uh, that actually might have been his name, but I, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. So he, uh, she was having like a little cookout at my parents' place because she was living at my parents' place at the time. I think this was like right as the pandemic was ending. She couldn't go back to Africa yet. Um, so She couldn't bless the rains. She couldn't bless the rains down in Africa. Um, and so he was like, oh, I'm going to grill some steak on the grill. And I'm like, what are you going to use for spices? And he's like, I was just going to use salt and pepper. And I was like, I was like offended immediately. I'm like, okay, first of all, no, you're not. You're not going to use just salt and pepper because that's disgusting. <laughs> and I gave him like Lowry seasoning salt. That little bitch definitely only use salt and pepper he did not touch that with Lowry seasoning salt and i could tell because it was not as delicious as it could have been and i was really mad that he ruined that piece of meat mike mike (laughs) always says you know like beef in and of itself isn't super flavorful so you've got to like yeah oh you've got to add yeah i mean i think it's at least garlic i mean come on you know like you're gonna have noodles you gotta add stuff to it like i love rosemary basil i love having a bunch of different stuff added in because it makes it more flavorful. I gotta so, tell you, uh, the most delicious pasta dish for me is 
pasta with butter and salt and pepper. Oh, I mean, no, I love that. <laughs> it's my, so good. Oh my god, my grandma used to make my Italian grandmother used to make the most amazing butter noodles and i've tried so many times to recreate that but my mom used to never been able to my mom used to make this thing called goulash growing up i Mm -hmm. I think every culture has like a goulash Mm -hmm. but it was elbow macaroni with like beef and onions and tomato sauce and it's just like kind of like goulashy goulash yeah and uh, she would always take some of the noodles out before she put anything else with them and put them in a little bowl with butter and salt and pepper. And they were the most delicious things. And I have also, I mean, I can recreate buttered noodles and I'll, I like them, but I've never been able to recreate it. Maybe it's just because it's made with love, but <laughs> I've never been able to like recreate the exact replica of what she would do. She'd be like, do you want some buttered noodles? <laughs> And I was like, Mom, Morgan Spurlock says you're making me fat. <laughs> She's like, No, I was like, Don't know who Morgan Spurlock is. Give me is, a honey, big spoon because I want to eat them all. <laughs> but we would like, like, she would give them. Her, me, and my brother Justin would all eat out. Like it's, it was like a little bowl, and we would just have a few bites right. each. You know, right. like a like an appetizer, an, an appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's yeah. I I don't know. There's something about Nana's pasta that was just like. That's what we called it, Nana's Pasta. Yeah. It was so good. It was just, you know, maybe I'll try and make Nana's yeah. Pasta for you sometime. I would like and it. see if. Uh, I would like it. Yeah. I also want to say that I'm Parmesan not... in there, and Ooh, it's just yummy. so good. Yeah, it's very yummy. I'm not like a child. I do like flavor <laughs> food. Like pasta with like sauce and hey, flavor. There's nothing I do wrong like... with liking simple <laughs> stuff. You know, Abed from Community, his favorite meal is butter noodles. So there you go. You're in good company. There yeah. we go. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, how many times? Let's do a drinking game. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, "What if we made a drinking game from our podcast?" First of all, like would maybe be in there because I say like a lot, but then people would get. Oh my gosh! Wasted. I do too. Yeah. Like, I see. I just did it. I I actually have tried to stop saying like. Me too. But it's hard. I actively try for like thirty seconds. There it is again, and then I forget and just talk normal. So I've just tried to I can see you. I it. can see you trying now, to do I it can't. now. I, I know. Can't. I can't do it. <laughs> it's hard. And I'm I'm trying to do it right now too. It's hard to like see I it's yeah. It's it's, con- it's, it's ingrained. <laughs> yeah. You just do it. I'm gonna like, make a girl. I'm gonna make a documentary about like called Clueless and mm-hmm. how Clueless made me a bad uh public speaker. You know that uh, you know the person who came up with Valley Girl was Frank, Frank Zappa? Zappa. Yeah, I did know that. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the?" Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, let's get back to the movie. Um, oh, okay. So I wrote down um, could have done without seeing the rectal exam. I didn't. I don't know why that was really that's necessary. Another, that's another I like, thing. Cool, thank I you. thought that he put one once again he put it in there as like see how thorough i am <laughs> he's like okay. i got a butt exam and i was like but yeah. why? why why yeah i don't understand also, what that had I to do with i actually i mean well, i have to say any any doctors nurses out there if there was a reason why he had a rectal exam please let us know because i do not think it seemed like it was necessary I don't but think maybe so it was either. i don't, I don't so know either but Neither of us are medical professionals, so we don't know. A little disappointed that well, he was drinking a lot of caffeine, so maybe this counteracted it. But he didn't talk about getting hemorrhoids at all, and I was I was thinking that no way he didn't not get a hemorrhoid because he 
was eating a lot of red meat and yeah. not a lot of vegetables. And yeah. the vegetables he was eating was not like high fiber vegetables. No. It was it was lettuce and tomato probably. Right. You know, even in a even in a salad that's not high really high enough fiber to counteract maybe what you're that's eating. why they did the rectal exam to see if he had hemorrhoids but then i but then wish, they didn't do it later like, he was he was such a whiner he was driving me nuts because there would be like voiceovers where he'd be like i feel so terrible today i thought he was such a whiner mm-hmm. that he would always just be like i don't feel good today and i thought those comments started falling on deaf ears for me because i stopped feeling sorry for him yeah like after the third time he started talking about how what? much crap he oh. felt like yeah and i was thinking like this is self inflicted well, behavior morgan it's like self-inflicted and it's not like he's it's he's eating food you know and i do agree i think food does have a lot of impact on how you feel and your energy oh, levels sure, but yeah. but to the extent that he was freaking out about it or like whining about it i i i find myself being skeptical but he was whining so much about it that i cannot believe he didn't get hemorrhoids because i feel like he would have said and I don't know if it's the caffeine, like I said, or if he just didn't feel like mentioning it for some reason. He mentioned every other aspect of his life. But I was like, I call shenanigans. He should be having hemorrhoids. He has a desk job. He's not walking. He's barely yeah. walking. That was part of the challenge where he had to walk right. less than 5,000 steps a day. And um, he never talked about getting hemorrhoids. And I don't believe it. Yeah. Because I feel like what he was doing was a recipe for them. Yeah, no, I think so, too. And he wasn't eating foods that, I mean, unless he's, like, taking Metamucil every day or something, you he know. He wasn't but allowed to eat anything that, yeah. that didn't come from McDonald's. McDonald's yeah, unless so, he was cheating on the side. I wondered that as but, well. You know. Maybe he was eating, like, a can of black beans every day just to, like, stay he's regular. Like, he's like, don't show the, don't show the, also, don't show the camera. <laughs> There was one scene when he was like up in the middle of the night because he was having heart palpitations. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, yeah, that's probably because of the caffeine. And even the doctor said early on, because he was getting like a weird feeling in his like extra lower extremities or penis area, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And she she was saying maybe it's because of all the caffeine and caffeine does weird things to your body. So I... Oh my god, the amount of sugar that he had. I was That like, was crazy. Holy that was crazy. Crap. I I really liked um I actually also try not to eat like ketchup packets that aren't real ketchup brands anymore because mm-hmm. of this movie because he talked I actually about sugar buy sugar free ketchup, free ketchup yeah. sometimes, yeah. And it uh, tastes a little different though. Yeah. It's not quite as good. <laughs> and um so I, it was interesting when he showed there was only, what, five things at McDonald's that didn't have sugar in it, which yeah, I thought was, was interesting crazy. as well. But I think... It wasn't even like the salads either. It was like... No, he said even the salad... tea. Yeah. Like, he said the nuggets, yeah, french fries, sausage patties, and iced tea. And then there was a couple other things, like drinks, I think, or something. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, I don't know water. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I don't. I feel like water doesn't count because you can get that anywhere. You know. Speaking of water. Yeah, I thought that was. Ooh, that was a screech. Yeah, sorry. Do you have a mechanical pencil? I do. I have a nice purse, so I don't want to carry a pen in it. <laughs> so I carry. A do pencil. you ever? Um, or did you ever like? Pretend it was a syringe. (laughs) I did. Okay. Speaking of syringes, I have a couple things. Um, So speaking of, you know what? Actually, I want to go back to that smokers thing. 
And I wrote this down because I, I kept feeling like, I was like, I don't, this guy keeps using this word and I don't think it means what he think it means. <laughs> he kept saying hectoring. And I Me was too. like, I, I was yes. like, does he mean heckling? I, I don't think hectoring. I was wondering, I, I was going to look it up and I totally you forgot. Should, so I was like, yeah, is he heckling? <laughs> he's like, and they've been hectoring. And all I could think of is, man, if that's heckling, oh, yeah. he's going to hector. No, hector, hector is to talk to someone in a bullying way. So it's, oh, it's interesting. It's like Hector is like the elitist form of. I've never heck- heard of hectoring before. Me neither. I thought he was. I, I know, hate I, it. I thought he was saying it wrong as well, and I was like, did, "Did anyone else catch that he was saying this wrong?" And maybe ask him to redo this. But I guess it's like all I could think the of the elitist <laughs> form of heckling. If he if he watched it later and he was like, "I meant heckling." I meant heckling. <laughs> I didn't mean Hector. I meant heckling. <laughs> okay, so the hair, the uh, speaking of um, injecting or using it as a syringe, the girlfriend compares. I swear to God, this made me see red. She compares <laughs> eating meat to heroin. Yep. I was like, wow, how out of touch can you be to make that? That is like, first of all, that's not fucking funny at all. That's a really dis- like a disgusting comparison. Someone, oh, you know what? All you vegans out there, I'm sorry if that offends you. Actually, you know what? I'm not sorry. I'm going to keep saying it because <laughs> people have been eating meat since the beginning they have been around. We need protein to be able to function. Mm -hmm. If you want to be a vegan, that's cool. That's your own thing. But do not compare the addiction of heroin, which is a debilitating addiction that can destroy your life and kill you, which sure, meat could, but that's extreme, to eating a fucking burger like mm-hmm. this girlfriend just like i was just like what is wrong with you what is wrong with you to compare those two things and think that that's a fucking funny joke yeah you know what i mean like yeah. i was just like that's not funny that's not no like <laughs> okay yeah Chris. like sure we might have an epidemic of like overweight people but it's a lot easier to get people to like eat healthier than it is to get heroin off the streets yeah you know like anyway so i saw red i i as i said i do not like her and i still don't (laughs) like her and i stand by that i was just i also want to say while we're getting on that cool didn't need to know that morgan can't get erections anymore i had i have a story about that scene (laughs) i have a story about that scene okay so i'm gonna describe it okay so there's a scene where she's had she has like a talking head and she's talking about how um he's always really tired at the end of the day now because i mean his human body that has been digesting meat for centuries and his whole life (laughs) is just so tired at the end of the day because he's only eating mcdonald's yeah he you know like when they have sex, she has to be on top. I know. Because he gets so tired out. I know. And, uh, and you know, like, it's really hard for him to get an erection. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so when we were in the theater, when I saw it in the theater, I saw it by myself. There was, like, a male-female couple a few rows ahead of me. And then, like, a middle-aged guy near to behind me. And when that scene ended, the female in the rows ahead of me was like, uh, thanks for that. And the, the <laughs> so uh, middle-aged male the middle-aged male behind me was like, yeah, really? <laughs> and I, I've always remembered that because it was like this weird moment of watching like That's two hilarious. strangers bond over that weird scene. I and I was just, that. 
I thought that scene was also very pretentious. Yeah, I agree. I feel like time because then she like she totally backtracked and she's like, it was hard for him to get it up. But I mean, it was great once he did. But it's just you know he just it was just hard for him. And I and I was thinking this the net effect of this scene is is nothing because eventually apparently you guys had sex and orgasmed. I guess. Or uh, had a good time or uh, yeah. something. I mean, and so I guess. what is the point of that? And he never talked about how he felt affected by it because I, I thought if you wanted to add that, you could have him talking about how like oh, I have found it more difficult to have sex or something right. with this diet. He, he never said, said a word about his penis, it. but it was he never said, sexual. Yeah, he said yeah. he was getting like a weird feeling. Right, and she, had, the doctor, attributed it to the caffeine. But yeah. And I thought it was strange to have like I thought it was like and it's also thing. so everyone is gonna see this. I mean, he obviously kept it in for a reason. I don't know who edited it, but someone did and they kept it in for a reason. I'm assuming that they were talking to him as they were editing it. But like wouldn't that be, I don't know, humiliating for your boyfriend? I don't know. Maybe I, you don't I feel care. Like, I feel like there's this air of just I keep saying pretentious. I think it's you're right though. I think uh, it is uh, around pretentious. Around the whole movie, where it's just like, look how f- I went there for my art. I went there. <laughs> he's like, he's like the also uh, Leo Carra or whatever of like eating McDonald's. You know the guy who directed Holy Motors. He's like, <laughs> I refuse to tell anyone about my ass. If you don't understand it, you're stupid. It's like, okay, well, I'm like if you are fat, you are stupid. <laughs> But he also, I mean, there's yeah, nothing there's embarrassing. In it. There's nothing embarrassing about that scene because she's like, it was great. It worked. It's <laughs> just, know. I have to be on top. I know. She's like, I don't need, I was like, why is that information important? It's like the rectal exam scene. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want to know about his I, sex life. Yeah. I don't. I also, <laughs> I know that the numbers showed that he like really what, he really did do it like some interesting. Yeah. Like, his numbers really went up at the end of the movie. I know that that's there. And obviously, his liver was not doing well. But at the same time, I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) I don't know. It's only 30 days, bro. Well, and also, it's like, well, what do you think is going to happen when you're eating extremely fattening food for every meal for 30 days? Yeah, He was stuffing himself. And and I think it would have been more effective for him to maybe do some sort of survey and find out what people actually ate and how much of it they right. actually ate and then tried something like that. Because I don't feel like the results are as groundbreaking as maybe they were for me the first time I saw it. Because right. now I'm like, he's suggesting that people are doing something pretty insane. Right. And I'm not saying people aren't because that guy who's drinking all that soda and had to get the surgery was doing something pretty insane but at the same time like morgan spurlock's experiment was not based on a real person right yeah and that, I, yeah yeah i think he he took an idea of something and he took it to the extreme mm-hmm. and it's not realistic you know right. y- 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 you're I think I think that I still stand by that. I think it's a very interesting idea and and concept, and it's really scary as to what happens to his body. Mm-hmm. But as like you said, this isn't something that 
people are normally doing. And if they are, it's probably an extreme example of that, like the guy who's drinking three liters Mm -hmm. of soda a day, you know. Um, By the way, it really made me want a Diet Coke. (laughs) The entire time I was like, (laughs) well, I was going to go to the Mediterranean market and I was thinking about going after, but then it was like 740 and they close at eight and I was like, nah. Um, So I had I like hadn't eaten since like 8 a.m. <laughs> or something or like 8 30 so I was like watching the movie at like 7 30 or something um I don't know because I'm crazy and I do that shit all the time I do that shit every single day I will eat at like 11 and then I won't eat until like 9 or 10 30 at night Jeez. it's I think it's a habit from working at the restaurant mm. and it's just it's I mean it's been what god I worked there in like 2017 I think was my last year it's been since 2017 it's just it's like a hard habit to break yeah yeah if i i like i feel like i never want to tread on like headache territory so i don't oh yeah i get a lot of headaches and yeah and that's why i took the medicine today because i yeah you'd think i'd learn but no no don't you you get hungry oh yeah i'm super hungry i just don't i just don't want to i don't Uh. i'm not interested in i'm just not I'm not ready to eat. I just don't feel like I want to at that time. Like it's, yeah, I don't know. And I just wait until I'm super hungry. So you're, you're, you're an adult. You can do what you want. I I think we're, I think you and I are technically middle age, I guess over 35 means we're middle age, which is like, how dare, how dare. (laughs) To me, middle age is always over 40, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, Let's see what else. I I liked the I liked and disliked the portions where he went to elementary schools. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I thought the truancy school one was kind of interesting. I thought that yeah. was interesting too. And but I also felt like he was sort of blaming lunch ladies for the bad the bad yeah, things that were going I don't on. Think and that's I was their thinking it was issue. unfair. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was unfair. That's when like he a was, school board thing. Not he's like asking a, this lunch lady. He's he's saying you know like. Would how come how come you sold her just those two things like a soda and chips and she goes well a lot of kids bring their own lunch and he's like oh you think she brought her own lunch and I was like she's a lunch lady not lunch police she <laughs> she probably has no jurisdiction to yeah. police a child like she's that's like, a good way man, to get I'm just trying to make a fucking I know, paycheck like, I'm just trying to I'm doing what they hired me to do I right. the last thing I want is for their parents to get pissy at me for telling their kid they can't have chips and a soda. And if you have a problem with it, take it up with the school board or the local government. But he was acting like these lunch ladies were were the reason that kids ate badly. But then they talk about that company Sodexo and how Sodexo is like in so many schools and they have all kinds of junk food. And they're like, well, we want kids to have options. And I remembered when I was growing up, school had candy and stuff for sale. Yeah. That's, you know, you're, you're growing up, you're a kid. I, I, good eating habits should not be taught in the school lunchroom. You can have a health class and teach them in school. You can have parents who teach their kids, but lunch lady, it's not their job. No, to, no, it's not. To teach kids about yeah. healthy eating. And and it's almost like if a lunch lady says something to a kid, that's almost as shitty as this smoking dude. Right, like it's almost exactly. like, are you sure you want that instead yeah. of broccoli, Kevin? They, it's have like, to, they have to feed. Okay, lunch lady whose name I barely know because I see her for 10 right. seconds a day. Like, you know, I mean. They have to feed hundreds of kids. Yeah. in the span of like 20 minutes a pop you right. know so i thought it was he was he was really 
I think he was going for the low-hanging fruit because yeah. maybe nobody else would talk to him or something. I mean, you saw that he called that one person like what twelve times or yeah, something. Yeah, the McDonald's, I think it was McDonald's person. Yeah. yeah, which I can understand why they would not want to speak to him because mm-hmm. it's you got to watch out for your like you got to cover your own ass and right covering your own ass is not going on Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, you know, super well, size I me think, documentary. I think so. if you are in a company that's being besmirched by somebody who's doing something for shock value and not for for actual science yeah i would be upset too because i'd say you know so so what are you doing anyway, well i decided to just like glutton myself every meal from your restaurant and i'm going to show how fattening it is and i'd be like i don't want to be a part of this because what you're doing is not is this isn't like a science experiment no, or know. a hypothesis really it's more just like it's yeah yeah i'm not i I, I I mean it's really not it's not like he's like i think that mcdonald's food makes you fat well you don't have to think that because we already know know that so i think that's not a hypothesis you're just stating facts that have already been clarified as facts right yeah (laughs) so and uh, i thought it was it was interesting that the truancy school uses a lot of natural ingredients yeah. or like you know like fruits and vegetables and and they don't you know do a lot of sugary or salty foods and and i thought that that was really cool and he said he said that the cost is barely different mm-hmm. and i don't know about i don't know because how many kids are at the truancy school versus you know like right grand rapids public schools you know what i mean yeah like right is totally the price yeah. vastly different i i think it's um i think i think that the whole thing about these kids having you know their behavioral issues starting to like calm down or whatever i think it was really interesting and i think yeah definitely says something about health healthier food for sure mm-hmm. and not eating all kinds of sugar like, yeah, sort of yeah yeah um i have to say one of the things i couldn't stop thinking about was when they were showing all that was in my high school or maybe it was, yeah it was my high school they had the best cookies they were like so, so soft gooey and yes. soft and so good and we i was thinking that and i was like yeah. man i love those cookies we also had bosco sticks Did yeah you guys we had did those? too oh, those were yeah. so good crispito um, that was my favorite what was it crispito i don't know if we had in that. elementary school i would only get hot lunch for like two things and it was pizza like you know that like flat pizza <laughs> and crispitos which is just like ground beef rolled up in a tortilla shell oh okay yeah, yeah no we didn't have that i've never i've never even heard of that actually but yeah i i think it's very interesting um just you know two decades have passed since i've seen this movie and while i still find it interesting i'm i'm also kind of like well duh yeah yeah it shouldn't be surprising to anyone that if he does what he does he's gonna gain weight right Uh, yeah Yeah. i mean everyone knows if you're not exercising you're not you know you're eating crappy food then of course you're gonna gain weight i think that there should have been also also something that i don't i didn't really like about the movie and i don't know if this was his intent or not but there was no solution given Mm -hmm. um i think he he could have said, you know, they talked about how most people walk under 5,000 steps a day and most people eat or, you know, e- eating fat foods bad for you. But I think that he should have maybe because they said it took him like 
almost a year to, to it lose was that five 20 months five pounds yeah and then like nine months to you lose the next four or whatever four was, and a half i think something. it was five months to lose 20 and then he had a hard time losing the last shedding four. the four and a half yeah and i i think that there should have been more emphasis on like yeah we need to move more as a society we need to move more we need to eat less fatty foods and and there really wasn't anything, and I, yeah. I don't know if the movie's intent was to have a solution, but I kind of wish that there had been more of a of a like concrete like this is what I learned after yeah. my instead of just like I ate McDonald's and I gained weight and my girlfriend's putting me on a vegan detox, you know I don't know. I know she wrote the whole ve- like detox menu. The movie predicated a lot on this on the lawsuit of these two girls. Yeah, big time. And I thought it might have been more powerful if he had mimicked the habits of those girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, there you go. You're sure. Because he said, you know, they their lawsuit said they couldn't uh, definitively claim that McDonald's was the reason that they were, are overweight. Right. And so he was, like, setting out to prove that McDonald's would, could make you fat. But like you said duh it's not health food it's not healthy food yeah you're not meant to eat at three meals a day every day of the week right. it's like breaking and news fat I, food makes you fat yeah like Ooh, i would shocking. have liked him to say i contacted these two girls i asked them what their habits were and i'm going to copy their habits mm-hmm. for 30 days and i'm going to see if i gain weight and then he would have had something more definitive than what i'm going to do is i'm going to like just totally engorge myself yeah on mcdonald's for every single meal and that will prove that it makes you fat and it's like you can eat anything i mean unless you're eating like broccolini but you know what i mean i just i just found that premise to be so irritating well there's there's also i have a couple thoughts so one to um, go back to what you're saying about having a solution, I think a good solution of that would be to have the nutrition facts mm-hmm. on the visible everywhere. I think they do now. You know, a they lot do. Of places, okay. Yeah. Um, and the second one is um, there was a experiment. I read this a while ago, but it was an experiment by some guy that was saying that. It's not what you eat. It's the the caloric intake that you have. And I think he like had a um, like a diet of like Twinkies or something. And he didn't he like lost weight on it. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing two ext- or, you know, that's a that's a kind of extreme example. And then there's this Morgan Spurlock, which is another extreme example where we have a guy who's going um, you know, I'm going to completely binge on all this really fattening food, even when I'm, you know, throwing up over it, literally, mm-hmm. and and go, oh, guess what? I gained weight. Well, like, of course you did. Of course. I mean, why wouldn't you? And if you didn't, then either you're lying to the viewers or I don't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I... I, I think that you make a really good point about there's a lot of pretension within this and a lot of of fat shaming, you know, like it's like you're you're seeing all these clips of these, you know, overweight people walking around yeah. and stuff like that. Lots of B-roll. Of, of yeah. Like yeah. From the neck down. Right. And like, Big yeah. And like people. that guy who's, you know, just heating up his meal in the microwave. Yeah. Like, OK. And so 
um, like, sorry to this random dude. And think, by the way, you know, guess yeah. you were in this because you're fat. So have fun or whatever. You know, it's. I mean, he didn't have to look so disgusted about fat people. As yeah, well. I thought I thought he was really heavy handed. It was. Um, yeah. In, in really insensitive, I think. And because I think, yes, in an ideal world, everyone would be healthy to the standard that their body is healthy. Because right. I'm when I was in like the best shape of my life, really, really good, really good shape. Uh, my doctor was still like, because of my height, if you just do like BMI, because of my height, my doctor was still like eh, hemming and hawing about the numbers. Mm-hmm. So I just I think that there's a lot more to a person than oh, this person looks fat, therefore they are this, this, and this. Or this right. person looks skinny, therefore they are healthy. You know? Right, yeah. And I wish that he had also, he was totally skewed. Like, most of the people, not all of them, most of the people he would interview on the street about fast food were not thin, athletic people. No, I know. And I would defy you to, f- like, say all thin, athletic people don't eat fast food. That's a lie. Yeah, of you know, course. I mean, I think like, everyone is going to have, everyone like... Everyone eats fast yeah. food, and I They're going to be like, you know, really had, want an ice cream from he, Culver's yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he, so... Could, he couldn't have... It couldn't be as skewed as he wanted it if he would have right. interviewed people who were uh, maybe more health conscious and said, how often do you eat fast food, you know? And I'm not suggesting that people should eat fast food all the time. Like you said, we all know it's not good for you. Right. But I feel like his point would have been better proven or better made if he had maybe been a little less obvious in his, like, fat shaming, I guess. Yeah, he just... It just seemed a little out of touch, Mm -hmm. you know? And maybe if the movie was made now, it would be more in touch. I I don't know. I think so. I think it is a generational thing. I think so, too. Because I... Because also, it's really, that scene that you talked about, about that girl who was talking about how she wants to, you know, like, yeah, when you see magazine models and stuff, well, I got news for you. Somebody that I worked with told me a story about a runway model, and it's pretty gross. And she said, like, runway models are supposed to look like clothes hangers, basically. They're not Mm. supposed to look like people. Okay. Uh, Because the clothes (laughs) are supposed to, well. Yeah. And so she told this gross story, and I don't know if it's true or not, but she said that she'd read somewhere that uh, a runway model would put, like, shrimp on the counter overnight and then eat it the next day and get a stomach, you know, like, get sick, sick to her stomach because she was eating bad shellfish (laughs) and then do the runway show after she, you know. Like, she threw up. She was so sick that she would, like, get a concave stomach. Because she ate the bad shellfish, do the runway show, and then eat normally. And that's really, I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's not healthy. Like, he's... No. And and then the girl that was talking to Jared Fogle was talking about how she, like, tried to to get skinny and, and hurt herself trying yeah and and so i think this movie doesn't can i say one thing about that too she she had mentioned she's like well i can't afford to eat you know like sandwiches from subway three times a day or whatever and i was like you think the only way that you can get healthy is by eating subway because what that's first of all 
that's not true at all and also like it's one guy who lost a bunch of weight he probably did a bunch of other things well he to said, lose weight i remember you know? the subway commercials where he would like walk all over and, yeah you know. right right yeah but in her mom even said her mom said i'm you know like i'm big her grandparents are big she's big everyone in the family yeah. it's just like this like it's like a gen- like a family gene like a gene thing where yeah. they're just bigger people and so i think there's also this stigma in the movie about one size fits all, I think. And I think everyone needs to be healthy according to their own body. Yeah. And this movie does not in any way acknowledge the fact that one person's healthy is not necessarily another person's healthy. Like, I know people who are very, very petite, very slight framed. Like, my mom is tiny, teeny tiny. Yeah. She could never be fat. Her her frame just couldn't... I, I can't even imagine it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, her frame just wouldn't be able to handle getting fat. And her metabolism is different. So I don't even know if she could if she tried to get fat. You know what I mean? And so I just think, like, he didn't really... And I know his intention for the movie was to be, like, shocking. and, But I just... I think the stigma in the movie about fat versus non-fat is something that I don't think would happen today. Because I feel like people are starting to get a little bit more accepting and knowledgeable about the fact that hey people are different sizes well and i think the whole bmi chart has actually been like kind of debunked too Mm -hmm. that it's actually not as healthy as people thought it was right um i mean me to get down to my bmi weight would i think would be possible but i think it would be um it would be an extreme change for me and i think it would be unlikely to happen now i wouldn't mind losing a bunch of weight and i have i've lost 100 before and then i gained it all back you know because i was on my feet i was working in a restaurant and even though surrounded by fries and like hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff but i was on my feet Mm -hmm. and then i got an office job and that's when i gained it all back well i also worked in a place that had like free chocolate and oh my god so much fucking free cake all the time i was like guys stop <laughs> buying cake for real honestly it was like every day there was like a cake in there and it's just i know well, i was also dealing with like you know like a hellish boss so there's that as well mm-hmm. there is um, another yeah, yeah so i so, think there's there's more factors with being overweight than just like yeah. feeding off of the mcdonald's uh assembly line as well and yeah he didn't he didn't address any of that. He also, he talked about how we're more sedentary, which we live, you know, like, I think, I think people like to seem smart by comparing us to Europe and being like, our large, the, the our small is their large. And they're which just Which I like, actually thought was interesting. I know, that is yeah. interesting. And I think it is true because when I went over there, I was like, oh, wow, their sizes are a lot different than ours. Yeah. But I think that they like to compare us to Europeans and show like, aren't Americans so shitty because their large is way big? <laughs> but then they're also like, aren't Americans so shitty because they have cars and they don't ride bikes? And I'm like, I'm sorry, our continent in our cities are a lot more spread out. Yes, we're different. They are. We're just like yeah. a different country. We're different people. Different and I culture, yeah. Sometimes get resentful of people who like act like like Europe is like this paragon of living and it's just, it's just different. Right. It's different. It's exactly, yeah. America is different. Not necessarily for the better, not necessarily for the worse, but 
I find it to be like pretending to be smart when you do something like that because I think it's really low hanging fruit. Because yes, I think Europeans and Asian people even are generally healthier than us. They probably get more exercise and they probably have better diets because they're. Uh, their civilizations are a lot older than America as well. They so might they have better have genes as far as we know. Culinary I mean, traditions. Yeah. They have different genes. All of that. Sure, they might be healthier. But that doesn't mean that Americans can't be healthy or be good in their own way. And I'm not even like patriotic. Yeah, America. I just find that argument to be slightly pedestrian when you have to gauge all the other reasons why a society might have these problems. And yes, yeah. it would be awesome if we all lived in a city where we could walk or bike. That would be incredible. But that's not the reality that most no. of us live in. No. Most of us live in a place where we have to have cars. Yeah, I mean, Grand Rapids, or you have public to have transportation yeah. in some way. Because Grand, Grand Rapids says, the, yeah, you need to have a car right. here. Or, you a just, bu- you do. or you have to take the bus or you yeah. have to. Yeah. And, the, and I wouldn't rely on that because it's not. It, great. It's not great public transportation. Um, I actually wanted to say that I also think that something that he could have brought up is the emotional aspect of um, eating to, you know, like depression. He talked yeah. about de- being depressed. Uh-huh. Well, part of like, you know, sometimes people who are depressed will turn to food for comfort. It's something that happens yeah so you know you can't like and sometimes people experience incredible traumas or losses and that's what they turn to because they just don't know what else to do so to it, it just it goes back to the whole like pretension of shaming people for being the size that they are when not really taking not really taking the time to really look at their lives under a microscope or whatever you know you're just going oh i see this person on the street they're a piece of shit because they're fat okay well what like i don't you know i think yeah yeah his argument would have been stronger if he would have said this is a contribution yeah to why people could be fat but instead i felt like he was really hammering home like people are fat because of fast food yeah people are fat because of advertising and fast food yeah yeah you know yeah and it's you can't I, I feel like there's a lack of looking at the whole picture you know there's just it's like telling someone a story and then or okay like a really great example is that am i the devil it's like telling someone a story but then you're leaving out bits and pieces that make you look like the bad person yeah you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah. and so it's like so are you really guilty of this or are you not and if you're taking this story based on these two girls these these poor girls who are like super overweight for their for the age yeah. which it should be on their parents <laughs> really like this is you should be looking at their parents going what are you doing to have these children be this way because they are children and why are they this large yeah this should this is very unhealthy and you should know better because you're the adult and instead he's just going well fattening food makes you fat and you know like everyone could be better or be less fat or whatever but i think there's it's just like there's so much more nuance to that than he's really putting, he's really taking the time and effort to put into his 
his uh, documentary, I almost said podcast, his documentary. (laughs) Um, And again, you know, maybe if this was made in 2023, it would be a totally different story, or it would be more thought provoking or be more um, empathetic, which I think there is a lack of empathy in that as well. I think so. I think and I can go back again and again to the girlfriend's statement about the heroine Mm -hmm. was really insensitive and really out of touch. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just like, especially since it's like, okay, there's been an opioid (laughs) epidemic going on in the United States since like the 80s. Um, And maybe saying that is inappropriate or inconsiderate or just fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, oh, that made me so mad. Like, I can't. I was just like, you dumbass bitch. (laughs) You know what I mean? I guess I feel like I've been shitting on the movie a lot. And I I thought it was interesting that McDonald's got rid of their supersize. Yeah, I was actually, they did do that. Okay. I I agree with him. I was thinking about that. I was like, did they get rid of that? I thought they, yeah. Yeah. And I agree with him. Like, nobody needs that many French fries in one sitting. That's crazy. I totally agree. Um, Unless you're like, meal is just French fries. Yeah. Then that's great. (laughs) I don't know if it's great, but. Sometimes I just, just want some French fries. Yeah. But so I do, and I do think that there's like a sizing crisis for things sometimes. But I also think no one is holding a gun to anyone's head and making them eat all of them. Even if they do supersize, no one is telling them to eat them. So I think it's it comes down to what they talked about, like personal responsibility. And I do think like personal responsibility is a big factor. Yeah. And for everybody, myself included, who has a lack of restraint in an area of their life, which I've have plenty of areas of my life where I probably could have more discipline. It's on me. It's not McDonald's fault. No. And, and, and even Morgan Spurlock gained all that weight because, like you said, self-inflicted. So I don't know if his documentary proves anything about that. But I also I don't think, know either. Like, it was really interesting. They gave a fact about like juvenile diabetes and if if diabe- if kids get diabetes or I don't know get I don't know what that if yeah if kids develop uh, yeah, I think develop it, diabetes yeah. it like cuts. A lot of years off like of their life, seventeen to twenty. It was crazy. I, kn- was, I didn't remember amount. that fact. I, I didn't remember hearing that, that tidbit, either. and I thought that was interesting. And I think that is like diabetes. There are members of my family that have that are diabetic, and it is severely damaging. It's really, really bad. And so, I just I felt like focusing on stuff like that instead of focusing on how big people are would have maybe also been more effective for me because. Yeah. It's just sca- it's scary. Diabetes is is really terrible. Yeah. And um so I don't know, I just and like hypertension, the guy was talking about like blood pressure, you know, like Yeah. And so I I do think that there's a lot of interesting information buried beneath facts that like sort of raise the hair up my arms, you know. Yeah, I think that there is definitely little nuggets of truth in there that are vital and are very important and shouldn't be ignored but i think that you're trying to speak to an entire country of people essentially and say hey mcdonald's wendy's whatever is really bad for you 
you need to have more empathy. You can't just like you can't you can't come at it being like I'm a perfect specimen and mm-hmm. everything I've done is amazing and my girlfriend's an incredible vegan cook <laughs> and I'm like shut up. Um, <laughs> I also love that he stopped being vegan. I was yeah. like yes, <laughs> I did like I liked how he was like no, I'm not going to be vegan because I like meat. Yeah, and, I know. Um, but yeah, but uh, oh, I wanted to bring this up as well because they also talked about like corporation culture, like Walmart and things like that. And I remember when I saw the movie Wally, I thought, wow, Wally. Funny, I was thinking about Wally. Wally. <laughs> was, I remember walking out of the theater being like, that is bold. That is a really bold movie. And it's borderline offensive because I think it's it's suggesting that people are fat because we don't do anything and Walmart sucks. <laughs> and it's like all of these facts, I'm not saying that corporations are good. I'm not saying Walmart is good. I'm not saying being fat is good. I'm not saying being fat is bad. I'm not saying Walmart is bad. I'm just saying I think that there is this weird inclination to blame all the woes on society to things like, oh, well, because Walmart is big and sells a lot of things, they must be contributing to something negative in society. And because McDonald's serves food that makes people fat and people are fat it's all a conspiracy. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I don't know exactly where I'm going with this. I just know that it's sort of like, <laughs> it's sort of, just sort of like makes me bristle when I see yeah. stuff like that because I'm like, like we talked about earlier, people know when they have a vice that's not healthy for them. Yeah. I don't need Wally to tell me. I don't need Morgan Spurlock to tell me. Would you recommend the movie? <sighs> yes and no. I do think it's interesting. Um, I don't really like his attitude, as discussed previously in this episode. I didn't think it was necessary. I didn't think it was a waste of time. Um, I think if you've never seen it, you might find some eye-opening factoids. And it's on Peacock, so it's accessible. Yeah, I watch it on Amazon. Um, it's also on Amazon, I guess. Mm-hmm. So For it's free, accessible. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's free. It's free pretty much everywhere you want to watch it. So yeah, Whatever. yeah. So and you know, I think it's cool that Nick suggested it. Yeah. Um, so I I I guess I'd just say if you're curious about it or if you like documentaries and you you want to see if you agree with my assumptions about Morgan Spurlock, watch it. Yeah. Give it a shot. But if you are like I'm fine, then don't watch it. Yeah, you know? Hey. How about yeah. you? Would you recommend um it? I'm just going to say that I can think about I can think of about 10 other documentaries that I would recommend before this one. Yeah. So that should give you an idea of how yeah. I feel about it. It's <laughs> it's I think it's been 20 years and at this point it's missable. Mm-hmm. It's I, you're pretty much going to be like, "Oh, okay, so this is stuff everyone already knows." And I really don't care about the pretension of it, especially the girlfriend. Like I just like, and yeah. I don't want to see. I the, didn't care for the vomit scene as well. Yeah, I didn't want to see that. I don't care about seeing you know uh, laparoscopic surgery. Yeah, I didn't want to see a rectal exam. Like there was just stuff in there that I was like, okay, this could have been cut out mm-hmm. or just not included. Um, and so yeah, I mean, it's. Eh. 
<laughs> that's just it. That's my that's my thing. All right. It's just a noise. Yeah. <laughs> my old man noise. Hey, you kids get off my lawn. Oh. He's angry. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Yeah. His name is Willard. Oh, Craft. No, Willard Utah. <laughs> Willard Craft. No, that's the name of the principal in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh. Um, oh, you know what? Actually, now that I, I forgot, I I just remembered. I did watch the entirety of Melissa and Joey, which is Melissa oh. Joan Hart and Joey Lawrence. Very cute. Very funny. Would recommend. It make, It will make you feel good. If All you right. like if you like Melissa Joan Hart, you're going to like the show. It's, it's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. So that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Nick. Thanks, Thanks Nick. If you like our podcast, uh, go to iTunes. Please give us five stars. It helps us out. And thank you so much to Mike Myers for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show Forty Two. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Bye bye.